right. crack this bad Larry real quick. All right, yep, I'll join you there. Nice tall Mickey. All right, this is uh, episode two of Reading Josh Survived the Apocalypse. Episode two, and, we are uh, going strong. We got a streak going. Yep, this is back to back, to back, to back. Well, no, I mean, it's only two, so it's, it's only back to back. Back to back, PDD yeah. style. Yeah, we're not, we're not Drake. <laughs> Thank God, because that latest album is dog shit. Dude, I was listening to the latest episode of Two Bears, One Cave. Mm-hmm. How funny was it listening to them talk about Donda or Certified Lover Boy? Did yeah. you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they're both like, not to get into like the pros and Kanye's list because I haven't finished Donda. Oh, okay. So there's some really good songs. That song you did with The Weeknd is great. Like I'd say like the three songs... Like the song before that weekend song, the song, the weekend song, and then the song after. Yep. I think that's a good cluster. Mm-hmm. Like I was just listening to that and I was just kind of vibing. Yeah. Um, but like some of those songs are just like so dumb. Yeah. I feel like there's a, and this is like a really big testament to how good some of the songs are is because I think the album is fantastic. And I agree. Some of those early songs too in the in the track list. Yeah, I would say that they, they the just first feel like four songs demos. Jail is the only good one. You gonna, you gonna slam Donna Chan on me right now? Yeah, I'm gonna slam Donna Chan. Oh, it wasn't right. even a chant. Yeah. It's just some woman right. for like go just going Donda, Donda. I'm like I don't mm-mm, next. <laughs> wow. All right. Um, well, let's just let's just carry this in. Let's let's get into the Kanye to- topic here. <laughs> All right. I've got a big man crush on Kanye West. No, there's a there's like this built resentment toward you. (laughs) Because I haven't liked the last like four Kanye albums. No, there is. (laughs) This is all coming out. How long have you been holding on to this? About seven years. How long? Wait, when did Yeezus come out? 2014. <laughs> this is how long this has been brewing. <laughs> you didn't like that album. No, I fucking hated hate, it. Okay, I hated it. This is this is why I've held on I to it so long. I barely like my Dark Twisted Fantasy. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, we've just lost all of our follower <laughs> right Look, there. Kanye stopped being Kanye <laughs> after graduation. Graduation, he was getting experimental for me. and then So you just wanted him to do that like... The first two, the sound, the... So I feel like his flow changed to, like, this weird choppy, like... Where he's, like... His rhyme schemes just feel like it's just, like... And then it's, like... It's, like, it doesn't, like... it, It doesn't feel like he's bouncing around enough. It's, like... It's like watching a boxer in his prime versus watching a boxer when he should have retired. Gotcha. Like, that's how I feel about Kanye right now. Okay. Because, like, you know, I mean, late registration and and college dropout and all that stuff, like, that feels like he's hungry and fighting and trying to work his way to the top. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, he hit it big with, like, graduation. Mm -hmm. Um, And then My Dark Twisted Fantasy felt like... He had still he still had one foot in that fresh camp and then mm-hmm. one foot in the camp he's in now. And so some songs like My Dark and Twisted Fantasy are 
phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Power, one of the best Kanye songs of all time. Yeah. But then you got like Who Will Survive in America, which just kind of falls apart. It's a weird way to end an album. Yeah. You got like, like I, like I personally feel like Kanye ruined um, Bon Iver because okay. What's His Nuts from Bon Iver, the, the singer. Mm-hmm. Did that one song with him, and then the album that he put out after that was just this weird experimental Kanye <laughs> vibe bullshit. <laughs> and so, like, so you've got like, he ruined my friend. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I like, mean, not that that, that's yeah, like, like, a like I, prejudice, like, but like, I, you've like, got that added to right, it. Right. Like, if Bon Iver never made another album, I wouldn't care. But like, it, it at that time, Bon Iver was like a big deal. Yeah. Like, he was making some great music. Mm. And, and so, like, it was just. Yeah, like I like I just feel like Kanye is a fantastic producer. The album he did with Nas is amazing. The album mm-hmm. he did with Cuddy was amazing. Like I always picture, or at least th- there was a shift after those first the uh, graduation first, or yeah, not uh, first four albums. Yeah, and I think with Dark Fantasy from then on, I've always viewed him as like a Walt Disney of music where. He's not necessarily even the one doing like anything. what Walt Disney in the Silver Age, like Sword in the Stone, Robin Hood <laughs> well, bullshit. Just, just with like Walt wasn't the one animating anything. Yeah. He wasn't the one directing the movies. Yeah, he was just the one to be like, hey, this random idea about this deer is a phenomenal movie. Let's make this, and to and to cultivate the atmosphere to sure. make something. And you know what I mean? To be like the one to have a vision for something. Sure, but that also bankrupted Disney. Well, now we're going to oh, get into a whole Fantasia other, We're going to get into a whole other topic if we're no, going to get into the Disney we'll, talk. We'll get to Disney in another episode <laughs> because we still got the Harry Potter puke we got a story. Lot. Yeah, we got a lot to go. And with. you know what? I'm going to mention it in this episode. So we now talk we're about stuck in this episode. The Keontinuity Collection. Okay. I don't even know what that is. You're gonna, it's a mystery. As soon as I tell you what it is, because we've talked about it before. Okay. And as soon as I like tell you what it is, it's... A billion dollar idea in the making. Okay. We just have to get a lot of movie studios on board. All right. Well, we're... Yeah, Back to right. the pros and Kanye's list. Yeah. So I just picture him as someone who's... Um, like, he was pretty famously not even writing his things, his verses. Sure. Or he was very like, hey, this is the emotion I'm, I'm going for this song. Like, do you have anything to contribute? And that was a very open thing. It wasn't like some Like with Drake, where it was like, right. he's got a ghost writer. Right. Like, Kanye was like, no, I don't even... I'm not worried about being like... An MC. Like, I'm just trying to make art. I'm trying right. to make something cool. And I think that's that's when I stopped. And that's kind of the disconnect yeah. for you, yeah. Yeah, that's what, because, like, I, I went to art school. I, like, there are certain artists that I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, overall, I wouldn't say, like, I could go to any gallery and find some enjoyment. Sure. Like that's just not how I am. Right. So, like I'm, I'm seeing like you're gonna like something that you like and not be like, oh, this is art. So right. Because of that, I like it. Right. It's it's like me liking like Chuck Close's early work, but then you know, after you know he got sick and had to change his style up, I don't like that work as much. I still respect mm. the artist and the fact mm. that he kept going, mm. but like. I don't love that stuff as much as I love, like, I, I think the portrait that he did at the at the Minneapolis uh, Institute of Art is, uh, I think it's called Frank. And that, like, I, I love that painting. It's, mm-hmm. It looks like a portrait. It's, you know, 10 feet tall or whatever. Right. And so that's kind of where I'm at with Kanye. It's like, there are, like, what was the album before graduation? College Dropout? 
Late registration. Late registration before yeah. Ghostbusters. So late registration for me is one of the best Kanye albums of all yeah. time. And I remember that's it's a perfect album. That's when opinion. you and I started really hanging out was around that yeah. era. And I yeah. remember us bumping that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a big part of music for me in general. Mm-hmm. Like uh, just the memories attached to it. Like they're yeah, like, for like sure. I think Enema of the State is the best Blink album for me in my opinion. Like I have a lot of memories with that. Like mm-hmm. it's a, it's a great album for me. And like same with like Mark Tom and Travis show. Like I have a lot of memories yeah. attached to that. Yep. But like I also like like musically I I like those those albums. Mm-hmm. But then like I have like I've got a ton of memories of Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. That's the first Blink album I ever heard. Mm. And, like, I've got memories of, like, being at the skate park and blasting that on a on a boombox and having parents telling us that we need to shut it off <laughs> because Songs for the Holidays comes on. <laughs> I've got memories of, like, in my very first car that I ever owned, like that little red Golf that I had. Yeah. And I bought – I had a gift card to Walmart, so I had the edited version of the Untitled album. And, like, I've got memories of me driving in the car, listening to that album. Yeah. And, like, inserting the swears for myself because I didn't realize that Walmart only sold <laughs> edited versions of CDs. Like, I, like I've got to, like, same with the Foo Fighters. Like, Foo Fighters, they have, like, there are albums musically that are better. Mm-hmm. Or that I like go to more often, like like wasting light. I think that's a perfect Foo Fighters album. Mm. The most recent one, uh, Medicine at Midnight. I think that's a phenomenal Foo Fighters album. But I always go back to In Your Honor because I was driving around in my car listening to Best of You yep. with the girl I was dating at the time, and just have like great memories around it. Yeah, and that's how I am with Kanye. Like, I have really great memories built up, even with like dark fantasy like i have memories with that because i remember you and i like going through the tracks and being like okay this one's cool this one's yeah cool. like yep. like like and and power still sticks with me that's a great song like even my wife and i we we bump that song every once in a while especially i don't remember what superhero movie it was but they had power as like the track for the trailer yeah and i don't have any like sticking memories or even like I can't name you one song off of Yeezus. I can't name you one song uh, off of Life of Pablo. Mm-hmm. I, uh, well, Old Kanye, maybe. But the first cut of Old Kanye, I like way more than the album cut <laughs> of Old Kanye. Okay. Because he busts his own balls so much more in, yeah. the, in the original cut. Yeah. I This is already bringing healing, man. I <laughs> <laughs> Because we were texting recently about it, and you... I, I mean, I knew from Yeezus on you were not a fan. Yeah. And that, we'll, we'll get into that in a second here. But you had texted something about with Donda coming out, and you were like, you threw shade on Dark Fantasy. And I was like, what? No, a lot of people think that is Kanye's best album. That, for me, that signals the decline of Kanye. That's crazy to I know, me. I know. Like, I'm in the, I'm in the minority but, in that opinion. But even just hearing you say that, my first thought was, how can you not even like Power? Like that's one of the best songs he's ever no, made. Power is is quite possibly the best song he's ever made. Yeah. But like I'm thinking of like like Late Registration had some heavy. It had Talib Kweli on there. It had mm-hmm. um, who else? Was on, I think Most Def was on that album. Well, Yasin Bey is what he goes by now or whatever. But like like there like that album had some all stars on it. Yeah, and then you know like Graduation had. Graduation was a big shift to like a, a much more pop mainstream. Yeah, and style. It, I mean, like, 
there were certain songs on there that, that had some really cool features, but I didn't care for the songs. Right. Like, I didn't care for um, Barry Bonds. I love yep. Wheezy. Yep. But Barry Bonds just didn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. I wanted to like that song. Even the even the the uh, the song he did with uh, Jay Z on that album wasn't my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and same with like uh, Dark Fantasy. Like Nicki Minaj outshined Kanye and Jay Z. Yeah, outshine everyone. Like like, I mean, I I don't super care for Nicki now. Like she hasn't really put out anything that I cared about, and then then. She yeah, but that that era though, where was she terrible. was like mixtape Drake era with Pink, her, ro- like, and then her f- debut album, her debut all that that was era so was Roman. Yeah, that song which she did with Eminem, uh, Dungeon Dragon. Yep, people hate on that song because of all the weird voices they both do. Yeah, no, that song is a fucking banger. Yep, till yep. I die. Yep. Also, Super Bass. I, mean, I don't think it was on what Super Bass wasn't on that debut album was yeah, it? Super oh, yeah, Super Bass was on there. Um, phenomenal. Oh, there was a few, yeah. That was like a, a amazing yeah. era for her. And then she and just all, never changed. All the ladies well, yeah. <laughs> and then that was that's her thing. Though, but which but is the like, thing is though, is she spawned a ton of clones. Mm-hmm. Cardi B is a low in my opinion, I don't <laughs> I don't care for Cardi B. Okay. Cardi B is a low rent Nicki. You, you mean about that WAP? No. Nah. No, that song, the first time I listened all the way through it, I was like Glad I don't have a daughter because that song's trash. <laughs> I can't even think of anything I've laughed harder at than yeah, the first I, time I, mean, I heard that. I definitely laughed at it. Because of how absurd those lyrics oh, are. Oh, yeah. Like, I just, I didn't, like, I like, here's the thing. If a woman wants to rap about her wet-ass pussy, knock yourself out. I don't care. Like, <laughs> it's just not for me. And it, like, if women want to be empowered and do that shit, mm-hmm. knock yourself out. I will not be spending money on it. It's not for me. You know what, Josh? Lose my number, you bigot. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't about that macaroni in a pot. Not about that mopping bucket. Dude, have you seen that video? It's like a little, like, 13-year-old, and he's mixing macaroni. Okay, he's got a big pot of it. I think this is what the reference actually is to. I hope it is. This is my this is what I in my head canon of it. It's this like 13-year-old kid and he's got a pot, a pot of macaroni, he's mixing it, and his mom's sitting there and he goes, Mmm, that's what good pussy sound like. And she like she like turns to slap him in this video ends. I have seen that. I have seen that. You know what? If that's not the reference, it should have been. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, back to pros and Kanye's. Okay, well, so here's the big cry. So, you and I like grew up listening to all this together. We were having just great memories, enjoying these albums. Then the album comes that I'm like, "This is it. This is the one that's going to be the ultimate." Right. Because Daft Punk <laughs> produces it, and I'm a huge Daft Punk fan. We're I both got like, random access memories sitting in my record Daft stack. Punk yeah, nerds. Yeah. And I'm like, dude. And this is oh, this is right after I moved to Texas for a while. Yeah. This is our first time away. That was this, our first time. This away. may be why this is such this, a big blow to me. This yeah, this we're away from each other. I see where the pain's coming from here. <laughs> the album drops and I call you and you were like, fuck that noise. <laughs> <laughs> and I was I was I literally do you remember this? I had a night like a dream. And I, I called you and I was like, dude. 
it was a few months after the album had come out. We mm-hmm. had like kind of gone over it, and I was like, "This dude don't know what he's talking about." <laughs> we'll we'll revisit this because he'll smarten up. It was like months later, and you st- were not budging. Yeah, and I literally had a dream that I was like, "Josh, we were like hanging out," and I was like, "Josh, please listen to it again. <laughs> You're gonna like it. It's Daft Punk made the beats, man." And you were like, "Fine." And in my dream, we listened to it, and you were like. Bro, this is the best album I've ever heard. <laughs> and I called you. I literally called you. And you're like, I have not listened to that pile of garbage since the first time. I was like, Josh, hear me out, though. I had a dream. You really liked it. I think I think you might like I it for it real. Prophetic. <laughs> I think this is a vision of the future. <laughs> I think this is it. And you're like, oh, I like... You're like, fine, dude. I'll I'll listen to it again for you. And you text me like the next day. You're like, this ain't good, bro. I don't like it. <laughs> have not changed my opinion. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I pretty much held on to that real tight that ever was, since. Dude, that was some that was a bundle of resentment you were carrying. It around. was because I'm like, oh, Daft. If you let's go back to the late registration days, and yeah. if I were to be like Josh. Daft Punk's gonna make beats for one of Kanye's albums. I would have shit my pants. Yeah. Yeah. And to know that you didn't like that album, it's like the universe isn't right. Dude, yeah. And trust me, it felt wrong for me. Like, it was like a weird shift. Cause like I like in college, I was up my own ass about music, which I shouldn't have been because I was right. a huge Blink 182 fan. You went into the city, you uh, turned yep, into I, a liberal. I went to that liberal arts school. Liberal arts. Learned that gay people weren't possessed by demons. Yep, and then Kanye starts being lame. This is all yep. adding up. Yep. Uh but yeah, like I just I'm gonna blame Chad for all this now. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yep, we'll blame Chad. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It was just like a weird shift. Like, I went from like having my head up my ass about movies. Like, I used to think like, literally, this was an opinion that I had and spoke aloud that Fast and the Furious movies were killing art. (laughs) I said this out loud to people and got nods of agreement from other art school pricks. Yeah, yeah. And now, like, I just saw... I just, no, I was, now you're, you were just telling me about how phenomenal yeah. the... Fast and Nine? Absurd than Fast Oh, my nine God. Was. You drive a Fiero into space, and I'm all about it. <laughs> oh, you're telling me that Ludacris and Tyrese drove that? Yeah, now you're space. watching that, and you're like, this is what art really is. Yeah, I'm like, this is art. <laughs> Isn't it funny how there's just such a phase when you're, like, kind of coming into yourself of your... Yeah. You know, figuring out kind of who you are. It's when your brain stops cooking at yeah. like 25 and yeah. you're like, I'm smart. Yeah. And then you realize, like, no, I was just a prick. <laughs> it's crazy yeah. because you come at it from the most like uh, pure of intentions. You're just like, I'm just like yeah. being I'm, wise. I'm just sophisticated. I'm being wise now. Yeah. I'm, I have thoughts. Yeah. And I'm not being like, but then you look back at them where you hear it for the first time from someone else and you're like, dude. You're an idiot. Oh, you sound uh, the only so dumb. The only thing that bugs me more than a snooty twenty-five-year-old is a snooty thirty-five-year-old. Oh, it's like you know better, <laughs> right? At this point, like you've you've been through enough shit. Like not a lot of shit, but you've been through enough like strange shit in your life where you should just be able to enjoy the stuff you like. Yeah, and like to quote a coworker, not yuck anyone else's gum. Like that's oh, that's kind of the like thing that. that I've been in lately. It's like 
I don't want to yuck your yum. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're into something, that's cool. Be into it. Yeah. But, like... Yeah, there's something like, to, to be said about... Dumb, but, right, there's something yeah. to be said about, like, that's... I think that's really dumb. Yeah. That's not my taste, but I get that you can yeah. enjoy that. Right. Have fun with right. that. Like, like I, I build models all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, I just recently got back into it. And it's a super fun thing for me. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's... Like, as you get older, you have this awareness where it's like, when I was like 23, I'd probably try to get you to build one. Mm -hmm. Now that I'm 34, I'm not like, I know that that's a me thing. Right. You can, you can approach it from like a, yeah, this is cool. If you like this too, that's awesome. Yeah. But also you don't cool. Right. I still like it. Yeah. 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 Like, dude, I'm just so thankful that social media wasn't what it is. Oh, yeah. To document that for me. Yeah. But one thing that I thought was kind of amazing is this next generation that has had that. There are things where it's like they've approached it from a different angle to where that's not an issue. Like that's just kind of known. Yeah. Like your awkward moments and stuff. Like to me, if I had like those super, but, ooh, yeah. uh, this movie was the greatest thing of all time. Right. And – that's why I deleted my Twitter and my Facebook because I had, you had some a lot of cringy <laughs> bullshit right. on there. But for this kind of – with the Zoomers, a lot of them are just like, yeah, it's kind of like we're figuring it out. The thing is We're though, not locked to that. But the thing is People though, can pull that up and it's not embarrassing. Is their awkward years are far less awkward than ours. Think about – okay. Think about when you're 13. Mm. Think of the prettiest girl – you can think of when you were 13. <clears throat> right. I'm, I think of like... Now see a 13-year-old <laughs> now and you're like, That's you look adult. 27. Right. Like, mm -hmm. like, it's, it, like the awkward phase, like I feel like kids should go through an awkward phase. Yeah. Like I was tall and skinny and had long hair and bad skin. And like... And it built character, damn it. Gosh darn, it sure <laughs> did. Like that's where my confidence comes from. Like I, I'm not that anymore. Right. So now I'm a man who can be myself. <laughs> right. Back then. Yeah. That would be weird to for them to like yeah. you go from childhood to just like, oh, I'm an adult. Yeah. Like there's no middle ground. Right. Like where's that the weird crazy. part where you figure out your insecurities and learn how to tame them? <laughs> like Yeah. Yeah. It's it's <clears throat> super weird. Like like I'm like the one of the biggest things I'm worried about with my son is that he is just going to be, like, handsome. <laughs> and, like, I want to I want to have a good, like, you I want, want my kid to be a good-looking kid. You want the ugly duckling story. Right. Like, they, I don't want him. some humility. They're not, like, uh, they right. got to go through something. Right. Like, I don't want him they come into their to own. come to me in ninth grade and be like, Dad, I got girls all over me. Because mm -hmm. I don't, I can't identify with them. <laughs> I don't know Can't how to help you, bud. Yeah, I was like, uh, I don't know. Just say no to a lot of them and yes to a couple of them. Like, I don't. What? Like, what do we do? <laughs> like, like, I don't understand that. I was lucky if a girl looked at me in ninth grade. Oh man, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy how, man. And I'm not even. I feel like there's. I'm not one to be like. This general, what's the next one gonna? I'm I'm kind of excited about it in yeah, a way. I'm super curious. Like my wife is constantly like, like hey, like you know he he's 
he shouldn't spend that much time in front of a screen or he shouldn't like, you know, be using an iPad. And it's like, mm. what do you think his future is? Yeah. That's do you a, think touchscreens are going away? Right. I was just thinking about that of, um, that's, that's a crazy hard one. Yeah. All I know right now is that Cars 2 keeps him tame in one of the restaurants. <laughs> right. All, right. And even that's starting to fall apart. And that's something that's kind of relatable still because we had our movies. Yeah. Right. We had yeah. movies where it was like clearly our parents. I were watched like, Disney's Robin Hood. Right. We wore out those VHS tapes. Yeah. So that's not even too beyond. It was once like my son started playing Lego Star Wars on the iPad and yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, we've is pandora's box like there's nothing that's going to stimulate your mind that you can play like an ipad game oh yeah (laughs) you know so then it's just like and the fact that now like this is something that i thought about a lot in college and you know even a little bit more recently we grew up playing video games with controllers Mm -hmm. i remember when my uncle troy got a nintendo and i was playing like some Mickey Mouse game where you're on a pirate ship or whatever, and mm. then like Marvel Madness, and like you're you've got a what a total of five buttons or whatever, right? And and that's including all four arrow buttons, right? Right. So six <laughs> buttons total on right. the original Nintendo: up, down, left, right, <laughs> right. And now, like my kid is playing this bubble pop game on my phone. His first game is like all <laughs> it's fingers. Like technical marvel. All fingers on a screen. Right. Like the the input is immediate. Mm-hmm. It's touch pop, touch pop. Yeah. Back in the day, it was like You're like time it. Yeah, it's like I know there's going to be a <laughs> and I got to hit a just before I fall off that platform Right. and then I'll jump. Right. And it was just it's it's dude, it's it's a wild thing, man. Like yeah. our kids are going to have this love like Hand-eye coordination is going to be a different thing. Yeah, there's going it's it, because there's no delay. There's yeah, that that's an interesting point. There's a um, how did we get here from Kanye? It's <laughs> a great question. <laughs> there, we'll there get was, back. There we'll was get back. No there. transition. <laughs> we just found ourselves talking about our kids, like a couple of fucking dads. Oh man, I really wanted this to be named Two Dads. I know it's already, but there's already, so it's, many it's, two dads podcasts. Yeah, and but, then people would have just thought we're married, which our wives already think we want to be. But, but that was kind of the the, the whole, beauty yeah, of, it. The joke of it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, uh, so, not to transition off of our kids, yeah. and to like end your point, but I really want to tell you about the continuity collection. Yeah, um, beyond curious. About All right. This. So it it would take some effort on our part. Okay. Potentially millions of dollars. <laughs> okay. My idea is we take every Keanu Reeves movie that exists Mm -hmm. and edit in one minute of Morpheus looking at the Matrix screens going, (laughs) yes. And it's different in every movie. Okay. It all leads up to the Matrix. (laughs) Okay. So we we got the Matrix 1, 2, and 3. Yep. And then we we have to do a clever edit to make John Wick the continuation of that. Like, Neo wakes up and he's now John Wick. And yeah. He has a dog and a dead wife and yep. all that stuff. And then we get somehow, like, I we got to watch Matrix 4 and John Wick's 4, John Wick 4, <sighs> to figure out how they connect. Yeah. Because in my heart of hearts, I hope... <laughs> 
that John Wick 4 ends where Matrix 4 begins. <laughs> I... They were they were supposed to be that Keanu day, and they were yeah. they were supposed to but come then, out on the same know, day, pandemic. and that would have been the greatest thing ever oh. is if they merged. Yeah, and I I still hold out hope for that. I think <sighs> that's why they delayed them both. I hope they. I remember watching the John Wicks, and I mean loving them for what mm-hmm. they are. They're phenomenal, but they're good popcorn movies. They're fun. Yeah, I mean, like, it's just and, like and the way the the lore expanded. Throughout all the yeah. movies, like the first one was just a good action flick, mm-hmm. and then now it's like this whole universe. Yeah, and I love that. There's been some complaints that I've seen where it's like, the first one was great because there was someone killed the dog and he kills them. That's right. all there was to it. Was it was a perfect revenge movie. But and I'm I like, love I get the world that, they but built yeah, around. Totally. It. There's, I love this thing that they built into, and I. But there's been part of me this whole time where I'm like, I just want the Matrix. I don't <laughs> Which is weird because two and three sucked a bag of dicks. I have not watched them. I watched them recently. Did Within you? the last five years, I've watched them. I haven't watched them in, in probably ten years. They're since, awful. Since we lived right down the two street. Two and three are awful. I I'm really curious as to what I'll think watching them again after this long because I remember and here's kind of my thing is I remember really enjoying two because you it really like Gumby. <laughs> and you just saw a bunch of Gumbies in suits. I was like, there's that Gumby. <laughs> there's that sexy-ass Gumby <laughs> wearing sunglasses. <laughs> no, it at least had action to fall back on. There's sure. a lot of cool action sequences. Yeah, And there's, I mean, there's cool plot points. Cypher and all that shit. And then I, I remember... You know, those came out, what was it, 2003? So I was like 13. Yeah. No, I was, yeah, I was definitely still in high school. 13, 14. And so those were just flawless to me at that time. And I remember I was like, I feel like everyone doesn't like the third one because it's not, there's not action. And they just don't (sighs) like that it goes into the plot. And then I I got older and kept watching. I was like, yeah, this one's not as strong. Yeah, we're going to need you to (laughs) reapproach Lady in the Water too. Uh, yeah, uh, you're talking about the greatest movie ever made. No, I'm talking about that dog shit that you said was <laughs> awesome because of the soundtrack. All right, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> calm down. <laughs> this is for a different podcast. We'll but get, let's just be we'll get into Lady in the Water. That Lady <clears throat> in the Water is dog shit. Wow, we'll get into that. This is a, this is this is more baggage we're, we're both carrying. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I I hadn't seen. I haven't seen them in forever, and I'm like, yeah. I feel like there's, A, a lot that I'm not going to like about them now yeah. with a much clearer yeah. viewing. But I also feel like there's a probably a lot of like symbolism and all this stuff that just went <clears throat> so over my head. A hundred percent. Because they, and this is also probably a big fault of those, the, the sequels, is the second, third one, is they went real, real hard on that. I think they went so hard on like everything. They the went, colors have to symbolize yeah. things. We have to get as in-depth as possible. They went too big. Mm-hmm. So like you watch those, but then you watch like the Animatrix, mm-hmm. which was great. Like I, I enjoyed the Animatrix a lot, not just because I'm, like, I'm a, an anime nerd, but because like there's well, a lot of- those really cool stories. Yeah, there was a lot of really cool little stories mm-hmm. that bled into the movies, like Neo yep. saving that one like- The kid. Yeah, the kid who's just like way too into him or whatever. Yep. Like, so, you know, a lot of that was really cool. 
And there were parts of two that were great. There were parts of three that were great. But mm-hmm. then, like, I don't know, like, they muddied up a bunch of stuff. Like, the Merovingian, he was, he was that's a cool character. Mm-hmm. That's a cool scene to have happen. Mm. The whole fight uh, versus, like, the weird vampires in the lobby of that mansion, like, yep. that was weird. But then you get the car chase, which is rad. Yep. And then, but then, like, the ending gets us, like, super convoluted. Mm. They tried to make too much stuff tie into each other because, like, they had this stuff from End of the Matrix, that PS2 Xbox game, yes. that, like, which was fun. Like, that was great, but, like, there's like it's a. It's greater if it pays off well. Right. And it and doesn't because it, you right. have these, like, two characters that you play as in those games that mm. are just, like, blips. In the movie, and yeah. so you're like, yeah, oh. that's right. You play as two characters. That yeah, are, like, I think you play as Ghost and Niobe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you play as them, and you have their they're the main characters. And right. You hear you see their whole storyline, whereas in the movies they're just like they pop up here and there. Right. It's like a Morpheus love interest. Yep. Yeah. And so yeah, like there was just you know that part of it. But anyways, back to the continuity collection. Yes. So. My vision is a box set. Okay. Of every movie that Keanu Reeves has been in. Even if it's a cameo. Okay. (laughs) And we have these minutes edited in, like at critical points of Morpheus looking at the screens, being like, yes. And then after. What if it's just one of the operators looking at the code running right. down? Like yeah. we can just edit it. Yeah, something to where it all. Yeah, yeah. I, but, I get so you. something where it ties everything together. Yeah. And, it, and I'm gonna see how many movies Keanu Reeves was in because this could be a box. This could be like in the like late '90s when they were advertising like CD collections. I'm gonna. I'm looking right now. I'm gonna see what Keanu's like first big movie was because <laughs> this is gonna I be. I feel like it was Bill and Ted. This is going to be where basically this whole thing kicks off. Yeah, I feel like Bill and Ted was like his big break. But, I mean, don't we, quote me on that. I feel, yeah, because I don't remember. Like, Bill and Ted is the youngest I've ever seen in Keanu Reeves. He's, he plays a co-host in a, sh- a TV show called Going Great in three episodes. Um, I, let's just stick to the cinematic. Because okay, okay, okay. if we start getting into the, little, the TV shows <laughs> yeah, he's okay. been in. This box set could be a hundred and fifty. Okay, wait, let me see DVDs what his first like movie was. Let's Blu-ray. see. Okay, a lot of a lot of TV, a lot of yeah. MTV. M- yeah, okay, that fits. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, that fits. MTV Movie Awards. Uh, I feel like Bill and Ted was his first one. And oh, so, but man. here's the here's the funny thing about all of Keanu Reeves' movies. I was talking about this with my boss today. Okay. They all kind of fit into the idea that things are a simulation. Okay. <laughs> Bill and Ted. Time traveling in a phone booth, make friends with a caveman, make friends with Aristotle and Plato and all that bullshit. Yeah. Uh that seems very simulation. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny Mnemonic. Off, awfully Johnny Mnemonic is basically Matrix Light. Devil's advocate. He's got the devil and he's a lawyer. Like the devil's like talking in his ear. Lake, okay, wait. Okay. Lake house. Okay, wait, yeah, here. Time traveling mailbox. Let me read some of these as I go because okay. I just got. Uh, we'll we'll keep going backwards. Yeah. 
Dave the Earth stood still. He's a random alien. 100% come to, the Matrix. Come to warn the Earth about something. 100% the Matrix, yep. Maybe next. that it's all a simulation. Yeah, next. Next, uh, he plays a small role in Street Kings. Yep, he plays a cop in Street Kings. And then Lake Houses before that. Yep, time the time travel. traveling mailbox. The one before that, a scanner darkly. 100%. That's, that's a simulation in itself. Yeah. Uh, Constantine. Simulation. He fights demons. <laughs> He's got a, a small role, and something's got to give. Uh, that's a little bit tougher, but yeah, that I can make, we could. I feel. I feel like I need to I watch remember, that again. I gotta see what his role is on that. I, I gotta watch that again, but I feel like I can make that yeah, fit. Yeah, and then we yep. got the Matrix movies here. Yeah, Hardball in between. Hardball works out perfectly. It's basically like Mighty Ducks with baseball. <laughs> Yeah. How does that tie into the Matrix? <laughs> uh, a rich and powerful guy ends up becoming a Little League baseball coach? No, that Real doesn't fucking happen. Um, I don't even know some of the, the gift, the watcher, the replacements. Uh, the, uh, the These are all post-Matrix, too. Wow. Post-Matrix or yeah, pre-Matrix? post. The, no, the replacements was before the Matrix. Replacements is a 2000 Matrix in 99. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay, so then we got Matrix 99, then before that, Devil's Advocate. That works. Uh, the last time I committed suicide. That works. I mean, I don't even know what that is, but that title. Yeah. Uh, the one before that, Feeling Minnesota. Oh, yeah, he was with Cameron Diaz, yeah. That Yeah, that works. Why would a guy that good-looking and half-Asian be in Minnesota? Oh, I don't, chain Reaction. I Morgan don't. Freeman. Looks like like a classic like eighties action movie, so that one's got to be. Yeah, that and then a walk works. in the clouds. That one might be tricky. That's I like don't a, know if I've seen that one. That's like a love story where he. I don't know if that's like a period piece. It feels like it though. If it's I not, think we just found a mission for this podcast, dude, to connect every Keanu Reeves movie to the Matrix. What about okay? What about that one? Knock knock. There's a newer one. Oh, where the where two the girls, two underage girls, show up at his house yeah. or whatever. Yeah, we can make that work. I think <laughs> we can make that, that work. work. Um, let's see some other new ones. Dude, did you ever see the movie Neon Demon? No. Oh, I watched that um, on edibles. <laughs> on some <laughs> a lot of edibles. <laughs> <laughs> some a lot of edibles. Yeah. That one's one where I was like, um, I don't know. I remember why. I was just like home alone. This is a post-Colorado visit. You made your family disappear. I made my family. Maybe they weren't gone. I just took too many. <laughs> no, they were all gone. They were all gone. And I was like, I want something trippy, bro. Like, I'm feeling this. I'm trying to... I remember... I, I, so, I'm, I know the name. The Neon Demons, the main character is Ellie Fanning. Mm. I'll show you the poster. I, like, I remember the movie. Okay, here's the poster. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So she's like a model, mm-hmm. or she's like trying to get into the yep, model scene. Okay, yep, I remember this now, and I remember not watching because you told me it was really fucked up, dude. Not a movie to watch on edibles. <laughs> I didn't know you were on edibles for that. Yeah, you kept that sin a secret. I did. <laughs> it was, uh, it was one where I was like, dude, neon lights. <laughs> that sounds like something to enjoy on edibles. Sounds dope as hell. And the title sequence was awesome. It's a really artsy movie, too. So I was like, this will be cool. It'll just sure. be like a fun thing to just vibe out to. Yeah. And it was, for the most half. <laughs> then... Until they kicked in. Keanu Reeves plays a landlord. She's staying at a motel. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> she wakes up one night 
to him in the room and he's got this big buck knife and he puts it in her mouth and it was just you're like, describing a dream I've had <laughs> <laughs> just kidding but he's like shh and she like a big knife and it's like to the hilt in her mouth damn girl's and, got some talent yeah and I'm like okay this is getting kind of weird <laughs> Is this part of the movie? What's happening? <laughs> and she wakes up, and then he, like, leaves. And it's just this weird thing. I got to watch this, like, clean, sober yeah, to we see gotta, what happened. Yeah, we got to, like, not drink for two days and then watch this yeah, together. Yeah, because this gets weird, dude. They, um, a, a lot of... <laughs> I feel of, like it just outed us as alcoholics, and we got <laughs> to not drink for two days. <laughs> That's a tough order. Yeah, we got to try and... This quarantine's been hard. <laughs> <laughs> try and see if we can sober out long enough to come in here clean. Just got to dry out for this one movie. Oh my gosh! There, I, uh, I almost don't even want to see anything because it gets so crazy. It's like disgusting, disturbing. Yeah, I remember you explaining this to me. Now I don't remember the details, but I remember just being like, "Oh, I was going to watch that with my wife." <laughs> no, never, ever, ever, <laughs> never. Um. Yeah, this is I'm I'm a pretty big like Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. That wasn't for me. No, I've seen a clockwork orange a couple of times. Like Right. There's I things took, like I that took where a shower like, afterwards. Yeah, I'll never yeah. watch that again. This is probably the worst worst movie I've ever seen in that regards, where I'm like, that was a terrible thing that I've just witnessed and uh, I feel really bad as a human being. That's how I felt <laughs> about human centipede, and I fast forwarded <laughs> through all of that. Oh, <sighs> Yeah. So, anyways, he's a creepy uh, landlord. All right. We can make that we work. Can make, <laughs> we can make that, that work. work. Yeah. All that to say. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? I think uh, one of our goals for this podcast is that we are going to watch every Keanu Reeves movie, not Point television. Break. Yeah, that works a hundred percent. We're gonna watch every Keanu Reeves movie, and we're gonna turn that into the the continuity collection. And here's the thing. If we have any fans at at this point, and whether you're late to the game, new to the game, I need to start tweeting a lot of movie executives. Yep. Because well, we're gonna we need to make the continuity collection happen. We'll have to start writing down maybe we'll mention them in episodes, but then we'll have to make like a super cut. Yeah. Because at the very least, this would be hilarious to do in audio form. Be like, okay, here's our list, here's the movies. Yep. Here's and, how and when they tie into the matrix. Yep. Yep. And then like, all right, at this point in the movie, it cuts to Morpheus stroking okay. his chin. Okay. If you have the um, DVD that was printed in 2002, it is at the one hour. It is scene eight. <laughs> Good jump to scene eight in the chapters. It is at one hour, 14 minutes and 23 seconds. Pause it right there. And if you go to the matrix. And then go to this YouTube link. <laughs> Enter this URL. Yeah. yeah 100%. We'll, we'll make this work. I also, I also have an idea that could be an addendum to this podcast, and I think it's got some legs. Okay. That's, it's called Parent Tracks. It's kind of like a, a riff on riff tracks. So what it is is we record episodes, just audio only. Yep. So when they're when parents' kids are watching the stupid fucking TV shows, mm-hmm. they have us commenting on the episode. Yes. So like Tumble Leaf, episode one, season one. Yep. 
and they're wishing, doing the wishing well, and you've got this <laughs> stupid caterpillar that wastes all their wishes by dumping all their coins into the wishing well. Is there even okay? <clears throat> is there even subtitles for what that little guy does, or does he just make noises? Uh, I think so. We do have the subtitles on everything because when Car, my young, my son, uh was a baby and we didn't want him to wake up we would watch things really quiet yeah. and so like we have him on on Amazon Prime right, right. Netflix everything and so i think the subtitles for stick are just per <laughs> <laughs> but i mean that douche canoe sands <laughs> yeah we we can translate yeah when we will that yeah i yeah. think that's a great idea because there's so many any parents at all know the story of oh. watching your kids Coco Melon or Blippy or whatever. Like <clears throat> my wife and I have made a pact that any of our friends that introduce our kid to Blippy are no longer our friends. <laughs> They're on the outs. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think this is a phenomenal tie-in moment here of something that we're gonna have to bring up a lot in this, which is the cars universe. This is one carspiracy theories, if you will. Carspiracy. There's this is something that's literally so grand and so dense, we could probably make an entire podcast itself to it. Yeah. So your your son's on a on a cars kick. Big time. My, cars one, two, and three. My son loved it at this same age. So we both saw this movie hundreds of times. Yeah. You're I'm, probably already close to that. I've I feel like I've seen each Cars movie 70 times in its entirety. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's not even a joke. I remember watching that so many times. And there's like, as a parent, you watch your kids' movies a million times. And there's a lot where you're like, huh, this is a lot better than it has any right being. Or right. this is so bad. I judge my this child is horrible so horrible dog for shit. And my it. kid's just sitting here soaking you, it in. You start to like worry like, about their yeah. future and who yeah, they're going to be. I'm worried his brain's turning into a raisin. But there's always like, you know, it doesn't matter kind of what's happening. Every movie's got its own logic, right? Yeah. Its own little yep. rules. Yeah, it's, it's and got its own world. And especially kids' movies, they're mm -hmm. going to be crazy. And there's so many of them, it's like, oh, it's magic. And you're but, fine with that. But the only thing we ask is that those rules make sense. Right. They got, well, it's it's things like, oh, it's magic. Or, oh, the dogs can talk, so right. we can hear them. Right. We don't have to really know any more than that. Yeah, like, that's a talking chipmunk. It works. I'm fine with that. Cars is like the second you question the universe, it's it's like taking it the red pill in the matrix. The first question you ask, everything falls apart. You ask, yeah, you ask that first question and you are getting sucked and out of reality well, and you're like, everything's a lie, the world's a simulation. Here's the first question I asked in the Cars universe. Cars 1. Yep. They're heading to California before lightning falls out of the, before lightning falls out of Mac. Oh, yep. Which is, he's inside Mac. Yep. Which is weird. And he's inside a piece of Mac. Yep. That's part of his body, but he can also detach from. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that's about, but yep. that's not even the, the that's not even where I'm going. Mm. Why are they growing cabbage and corn? <laughs> those, I haven't even thought of that because they're going to the those cars don't like eat. The, they're going through the yeah, heartland. The, yeah. Those cars don't eat. Yeah, I mean, you see Mater in Cars Two, the worst cars eating wasabi, but that's well, the only time you see cars eat food. Here's 
there's so yeah there's a lot of like the kids movies and it's like what if we could hear the the dalmatians talk you're like okay sure fine and cars takes that same premise and you i think you're so attuned to kids movies that you take it at that base value but their question is what if cars were the only sentient beings in the world anymore right and it's like huh wouldn't so wait what and then you get into like okay so let's look at the theory of evolution This is literally how deep this goes, though. Yeah. Like, why do the mountains look like pieces of old Mercedes? <laughs> right. Or not even not even just evolution. What if you what if you try and like, okay, is there evolution? What does that mean? Is there a car's religion? Did is there a car's god there that is, made these? There is. There is, there is because a there's a pope. You know why? You know why there's a car's religion? <laughs> because in the first one, Max says, thank the manufacturer. <sighs> Yeah. And so then you feel like you can almost get a grip on this because you're like, okay, what if this is maybe like in the future and smart cars just evolved to this or this is just a world where that. Yeah. And then it's like, no, because this mirrors our world. Like their historical events are human historical events that happened in in their cars world. So it's like a cars. You got a World War II Jeep in Cars (laughs) 1. Yes. And they are clearly cars. What war did he fight in? Was it the Volkswagens versus the Porsches? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Was it was it Volkswagen and 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 Lamborghini (laughs) and Toyota versus Like the Fords. Well, there's like yeah, there's like Sarge, and he's like a classic World War II Jeep. And you're like, so did World War II happen? Is there a Cars Hitler? Right. Yeah. We start what, going. Would, would into... he be a Volkswagen Beetle, or would he be the Eurovan? Would he be the thing? And they also very often go for. I don't want to say the low hanging fruit, but just the kind of the obvious like the puns. Cars puns. Yeah. He did what in a cup? Yeah. And yeah. Fucking Larry the but, Cable Guy. But, Get the fuck okay, out of Okay, again, here. going back, these are the rules for the universe. Right. So, World War II might have happened. What, you know, we got these camps. What type of cars were in here? Then, we got gas chambers. Okay, hold on a second. And how does this work? A bunch of cars in a room. No filters. <laughs> this gets really fucking dark. <laughs> they take out their air filters? <laughs> yep. They're in there. Gas themselves. I've never gone. I've never gone to Cars Auschwitz, dude. You have not thought about this enough. Then. <laughs> I have, but I just didn't go down that dark path. Maybe, uh, yeah. I don't know. I've I've got a few years on this Cars universe. You do, so true. maybe Your this is the thing. Mine. It, it. There's a lot. There's a lot to unpack. This is honestly the the tip of the iceberg because well, it, it goes so, it goes in an infinite direction everywhere. But yeah. Because it, it, they're basically just mirror. So, I mean, if you get into this like multiverse theory, yep. it's it's like there is a universe out there where you and I are cars having this conversation. <laughs> maybe, right maybe now. because there's so here's the a thing. cars Governor Schwarzenegger, right? And he's like a big Hummer. But and Owen Wilson <laughs> is a NASCAR <laughs> car named Lightning McQueen. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like, is this a, a mirrored thing where where these are real people in in a different reality? I just it gets it, it's it gets deep, man. It yeah. gets deep and heavy. Yeah, it it the Cars universe is great. 
Until the second Until you, you question, ask a question. <laughs> yeah, the smallest question yeah. too. You ask one, like, "Hey, how does that work?" Oh, they've got it doors doesn't at all. Do they have like organic matter inside of them, or are they like just smart Is cars? It, are there seats in there? <laughs> we don't know. Like the 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 big thing that I've been thinking about lately in the Cars universe is, so their windshields are their eyes. <laughs> right. Right? Yep. But then you've also got windows on the side. Yep. Can they look <laughs> could all their, the way could their over there? pupils go, yeah, move over there? Because they're not like the same color as the rest of their body. Yeah. I... These are all thoughts I was tormented by alone. And as soon as you like started bringing it up, you're like, hey, so I'm watching the movie Cars with my son, and what the hell is happening? That, yeah. I'm as like, soon as that like ignited a, a new flame in me, and I'm like, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to go on a deep dive. Yeah. And I'm going to, I, I the, like need this, to go through, and I need to watch yeah. all the movies and all the shorts because there's a lot of meter shorts. Oh, yeah. The, I, here's the thing <laughs> Larry the Cable Guy. Uh, there was a time in comedy where he was a legend. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of com- stand-up comedy. And let's take just a quick side note here. That, what was it, the, uh, what was their comedy tour? The Blue Collar Comedy Tour. The Blue Collar tour. Comedy Tour. How bizarre was that? That that took the world by storm? You know, <laughs> it was at a time where a slow-thinking cowboy was president and... <laughs> I was just thinking about that the other day, about everyone on the planet suddenly was like, guys, this one, this one special is the greatest thing to ever happen. And And everybody, it was hilarious. I I watched it. It was hilarious. Jeff Foxworthy is a legend. Larry the Cable Guy, in his own right, a legend. Ron White, still a legend. You've got comedy guys that are current, new, up and coming. They'll point back to Ron White. He's phenomenal. The other guy, I can't even remember his name. Maybe it was Bill. But like Larry the Cable Guy overstayed his welcome (laughs) in the form of a rusty old tow truck. (laughs) In the form of Mater. I'm not even 100% sure he voiced Mater in Cars 2. (laughs) He 100% did. Having seen that movie too many times because it's the worst in the Cars universe. uh, Okay. That's one of the worst movies Pixar ever made. Yeah. Hands down. That's, that's like, I'm a big person to say like, oh, every movie's kind of got its own thing. Oh, you're a big person? Sure. <laughs> I'm, a, well, I'm a big person in the movie scene, you know? <laughs> no. In the, in the critic scene. No. You're not. You I've like got high opinions. Yeah. That's you've got I'm high saying. opinions, but it doesn't mean they're good. Well, that's the point of art though, right? <laughs> okay. We're getting back to the Kanye. Yeah. But we, um, that's, oh, <laughs> what were we just saying? What did I even start this tangent for? Larry the Cable Guy. It was Cars 2, worst movie of all time. That yeah. was the one movie where I was like, I not only will never watch that again, it needs to be removed from my entire collection. Yeah, of I had the same opinion. Mm-hmm. And then my son got it. And then your son's it. like, hey, actually, Dad, this is our favorite movie. Yeah, he'll say... <laughs> He's he's gotten to the point where he's calling out Cars movie. There's Cars, <laughs> there's Cars two, and there's Cars Cruise. I'm worried he's gonna have a crush on a car. Hey, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Hey, we had a crush on a bunny. Worst, thing, worst things could happen. 
Lola Rabbit. Looks a lot like Natalie Dormer. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, we'll, we'll obviously come back to the card. Uh, yeah, universe. I really, I, I had a lot of those burning questions, and then you kind of reignited it, and I want to go back and literally make a list. And yeah. I think every episode we do from here on out, we just have like, one hey, card conspiracy theory. Here's some notes yeah. I have about this now. Here's some new questions because yeah. there are a zillion for every piece of media that Cars does. It, it it just it almost they just dig their hole deeper. Yeah, I mean, because those questions don't go away. No, and then they just add new things to it. Like, are they making biofuel from that car? <laughs> they never address it. They just they just drink gas. <laughs> Is gas their blood or their food? <laughs> well, yeah, there's there's fossil fuels. So were there dinosaurs? Right. <laughs> they even mentioned dinosaurs in Cars too. Oh man, like, does does. Like, I, I, I'm falling apart. So when, when lightning's locked up in in the in the scrapyard in the mm-hmm. jail, yeah. is he just in there with rotting pieces of body parts? Uh, okay, you know what I think was the part that like broke the veil for me was when they went to go scare the tractors. Yeah, and I was like, why are these tractors cows? Right. Are they are, eating the tractors? Well, why are, are they these, milking the tractors? Well, why are the tractors like? Cows, why are they not just normal people? Are they just like right. a if bunch of handicaps? What's growing, happening? If they're growing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, I didn't even think about that. I think that was the thing where I was like, what? Is it just a bunch? Did they just put a bunch of R words in a field? And then Frank is just like the caretaker, but he's got a temper? But he's also like an animal. What? Like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> And the bugs. Yeah, and there's like little bugs that are... Okay, we got to stop. Yeah, we're, we're going to get too deep and there's... Dude, we're already an hour into this one. <clears throat> All right. Anyways, to recap, <sighs> Kanye West. <laughs> and to close that one out. Kanye West is a is a dying star, in I don't my know. opinion. I don't know. I'm excited to hear you uh, hear your thoughts on the end of this album. Yeah. There are... I- there are some there's songs. Some, I would that, say there's some straight up bangers. Yeah, on there's some songs where it's like they're so low, and I'm just like, yeah. I feel like Kanye, at least to me through his whole career, has been kind of in his own lane. Sure. Like I've never, I almost for a long time was like, I don't know, I don't feel like saying Kanye's like rap because he's just Kanye. He's just like Kanye music to me. It's it's rap sure, music, sure, but sure. it's it's so in its own style. Sure. And kind of like how Radiohead is their own version of rock. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think with a lot of this, there's a lot of like new school artists on here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is just Kanye doing his version of that. Sure. And that's, those are the songs that are like what you're saying. They're yeah. not good. Like I can, and like, I mean, part of this is just me becoming old and crotchety. Mm. Like I, there are, it, it was bound to happen. Happens to the best of us. At some point, I was just, uh, you know, I'm going to get to the point where it's just like, this new music sucks. I'm already kind of there. I'm over Olivia <laughs> Rodrigo. Like, she's a bad paramour. And I'm starting to side with her ex boyfriend, honestly. <laughs> um, and, you know, that's just, that's part of growing that's up. That's just part of life. Yeah. 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 It's, <clears throat> I am excited to hear what you think. Cause there's, even with those, I think there's some pretty big lows. But the highs are so high that I'm like, I still want to see this weekend, album. I want to listen to more, mm-hmm. and, and and maybe it's just because I love the weekend so much. Yeah, 
Like when he worked with with Daft Punk, that's some of the best music ever made. Period. I don't Dude. care what you say. When they didn't show up at the Super Bowl, I was heartbroken. Yeah, I listened to that and kind of going back to the Daft Punk. Um, our love for it was when that those weekend songs came out. I was like, oh, yeah. I cannot wait for the next Daft Punk album. And then it never and happened just because died. one of them blew up in the <laughs> desert. <laughs> Which, by the way, I've convinced my kids that Daft Punk are literal robots, and I've told them that they're. I've told them their origin story that an explosion happened in the studio one day, mm-hmm. and they were normal people, and they got turned to robots, and they one hundred and ten percent believe that that's real. That's your right as a father. And <laughs> and honestly, then, and, but wait, then it was kind of a little twisted because then I showed Riley the video <laughs> of them of of their retirement Dude. and one of them dying, and he was like, "He blew up. He's Dude. dead." Here's what you need to I do. I witnessed the death. You need to show them that anime that was made with the blue alien people. Yeah. And then tell them that that is the loose story based <laughs> on the slaves that Daft Punk took. The robot overlords <laughs> took the blue alien people and turned them into music stars. So then they have a hatred of Daft Punk oh for being my intolerant, bigot, racists. I'm, my son is starting to get into this space where he's starting to like understand like if then scenarios mm-hmm. and he's starting to understand like he, he's he's starting to understand like my authority mm-hmm. as like a kid to a dad yep and he's so close to the point where i can really start to just kind of mess with him a little bit mm-hmm. like i don't want to break him yeah like I'm. I want like my the thing I've wanted to be since I was 15 was a dad and a husband. (laughs) Right. That's what I wanted to be. Yep. Um. But like, I want to mess with them a little bit. Hundred percent. Not to the point of like needing therapy. (laughs) Right. But just like, (laughs) like, like in a Calvin and Hobbes dad kind of way. Yeah. Where like when he asks where the sun goes, I'm gonna say like, well, you've been to Florida. It's really hot there. (laughs) It just goes down <laughs> behind Florida. Florida. <laughs> What's great too is there's a lot of these things that seem so obvious. And like when he's like ten, he's gonna get it. Yeah, but there's a lot that aren't that there, there's gonna be like a, a handful of things that they just aren't gonna click, and oh, they're gonna yeah. be in a, in a like a situation in college and yeah. be like, "Guys, isn't that crazy that the sun goes to Florida?" And, <laughs> and yeah. their roommates are gonna Tom, be like, "Dude, Tom Segura talked about that where his dad was like." <laughs> He's like, you know Tommy Lee Jones? He's gay. And then for like 20 years, Tom Segura told people that Tommy Lee Jones was gay until he ran into someone who knew Tommy Lee Jones. And it was just like, like I want to be that dad. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Before we wrap this up, yeah. there's a story I've been waiting to hear. Okay. Oh, the Harry Potter puke. The Harry Potter puke. All right. So, Lay it on me. <sighs> I don't puke on rides. I never have. This is my very first time. We're at Harry Potter World. Uh, We were on vacation in Florida uh, a couple weeks back. Mm. And we get there and, you know, there's some people there who are going there for the first time. So they're soaking it all in. We go get lunch. I decide I'm going to get some bangers and mash. Yep. And a beer. And then Hannah, my wife, gets a butter beer with a shot of fire whiskey in it. And, you know, so I have some of that and I have my beer and I have the bangers and mash, which is sausage and mashed potatoes and mm-hmm. peas and carrots. 
And then we go on a couple rides, no problem. Have some more beer, and we're about to get on the train to go to Godric's Hollow. Or not Godric's Hollow. Um, it goes, uh, was it, goes from Diagon Alley to what, Hogsmeade. Hogsmeade, yep, yep. So we go to Hogsmeade. And you can't bring anything on the train. Okay. So I help three people finish these <laughs> very tall red ales. <laughs> um, so we get on the train, and then before we get on the train, my brother-in-law goes, do you want to dip? And I go, when you dip, I dip, we dip. <laughs> so I pop that sucker in. First dip, no problem. We're walking around Hogsmeade. It's a great time. Then I take another dip. Yep. So I'm two dips deep because when I dip, you dip, we dip. <laughs> and I start feeling a little queasy. And I'm like, okay, like I haven't pooped all day. <laughs> <laughs> Just probably that. Yeah. I'm, so I'm like, I'm going to go take a shit. I'll get this dip out. It's going to be fine. Mm. So I go to the bathroom, get the dip out. I'm like, all right, I just need some fresh air and some air conditioning. Because it was like 93, 94 degrees or whatever. So we're about to go on the ride that's in uh, Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. I've never been on that ride. The The other two times I've been there, the line was like it was way too long. It was before I knew about single rider and okay. all that stuff. So we take the single rider line this time. And I'm thinking like 20 minutes in the AC, getting some fresh air, cooling out. I'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be golden. Took us 10 minutes to get to the front of the line. Mm-hmm. So I strap in, and it. And it, what is what type of ride is this? So it's like a VR ride. Okay. So it's like you're sitting in like a, a almost like a church pew, but it's like separated. So like it's like a really tall church pew, so you can't see like okay. who's beside. Is you. it like Mystery Mind ride? Are you like in one like theater, or is this, it does this move? It moves. Okay. And and there's there's room for six people. Or uh, five people on this ride per like okay per yep. container or whatever, and so it's me and the next to me is my wife and then it's my wife's twenty year old cousin. Okay, cool, like nice guy. I bonded with them on this vacation, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so about two seconds into this ride, I realized <laughs> that I should not be on this ride. Oh, no, and I immediately start vomiting. <laughs> oh, no. And it doesn't stop. And so, like, I'm getting tossed back, like, and forward and left and right. And I am projectile vomiting large portions of bangers and mash. Oh, no. And, like, I had already had a couple of drinks, so I was feeling pretty good when I ate lunch. So I didn't chew super well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So imagine just like a can of like, <laughs> just you swallowed beef it. Beef and vegetable soup, <laughs> basically. <laughs> and so I'm throwing up and I can't talk. Every time I'm trying to tell my wife like I'm sick or something. Is she wrong, is she aware how how far it is to so she <laughs> Here's what my wife is I'm hearing her scream. Because so in Harry Potter world, there are other rides that spray you with water or like <laughs> blast heat in your sure. face for fire. So there are numerous times where Hannah is, my wife is screaming, "What's with this water? Why do they keep spraying us with water? What's with this hot mist?" <laughs> and then at one point, she says, "This water is disgusting." <laughs> and then 
so I'm getting like tossed back and forth. <laughs> and there are times where I'm like getting tossed back, looking up at a screen and I'm throwing up, but it's not coming out. And I think I'm going to die. You're like drowning in it. Yes. And then I get thrown forward and it all comes out. So this happens, uh, the ride's like maybe five minutes long. I remember literally the only part of that ride I remember is there's like a blue swirl (laughs) and that's when I started throwing up. And that's at the very beginning of the ride. So I am vomiting so much and the ride ends and I'm like, thank God, how bad is it? I'm covered in vomit. I sent Reed this picture. It's me covered in vomit from the middle of my chest. Literally drenched. To my fucking feet. Yeah. And they stopped the ride before, like, the official exit. Okay. Like, just just before the official exit. Okay. They get, they unlock just our little car, and they get me out. And then they're like, it's okay. This happens all the time on this ride. Like, follow me. And so I'm covered in vomit, and they open a door, and I'm walking past everyone in line for this ride. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this is the and, ultimate walk of yeah, shame. And, and I'm covered in vomit. And my wife is with me, who has a fair amount of vomit on her, and then her cousin, who no, got just a little bit of vomit no. on her. And he was like, hey, I had like some corn on me. I was like, well, joke's on you, bro. I didn't eat corn. <laughs> oh, no. So I don't know whose vomit that was, but it wasn't mine. <laughs> So I'm walking past all these people, all these people, and I'm not one to waste an opportunity for a joke. No, no. So I do two thumbs up, and I go, it's a great ride, guys, as I'm walking past all of these people waiting in line. And I get a good laugh. I feel good about myself at this point. Yeah. And side note, I'm wearing my favorite pair of shorts oh. and one of my favorite T-shirts. I go into this room covered in vomit, and I start just, like, pulling it out of my beard. I have a big beard for those that don't know. And I'm pulling it out of my beard, and I'm just apologizing profusely, like, over and over and over again. And then an attendant comes in and asks for my size in clothes. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, they're going to get me some fresh new clothes. No, they get me some bullshit from the Lost and Found. (laughs) They get me a child's large T-shirt. And it's a V-neck with a deconstructed American flag. We kept it. It's, it's my. I think my wife wore it to work today. And some like black canvas cargo shorts. I look like I have never been interested in sex in my entire life. But like I'm like cleaning myself off. So shorts and t-shirt, they are in the garbage at Universal Studios. Yeah. And I... So I I get out of there and I'm like I'm drinking some water trying to like clear up because like the last two times we went to Universal my wife was pregnant yeah and so she couldn't ride any rides and so she was super excited to ride a bunch of rides dude this is that was kind of my big thought going into this was I I heard <laughs> obviously all the excitement and planning that was like we're yeah. going you know these days I wanted to ride the Velocicoaster we're doing this we're doing yeah. this Anna was so psyched that yeah. she was going to be able to do everything and this is what your third ride into the day we rode exactly three rides <laughs> and so I just pictured her she fuming. was she, so she wasn't like <laughs> super mad she was more sad than anything oh no so we leave the park, and we were within walking distance to our hotel. Like, we didn't stay on the park, but we stayed, like, at a partner yeah. hotel that yeah. was just, like, a footbridge away. And so we're walking out. I stink. 
I'm I smell like baked vomit because it's so hot outside, and there's no quick way out of out of Hogsmeade, and so we had to walk through the Dr. Seuss world, which was just a <laughs> blur of colors and weird sounds, and a bunch of Dr. Seuss characters walking around, and it was oh, fucking weird. Man. And so, like, I'm feeling bad because my wife's got to leave, yada, yada, yada. Mm. So we get to the exit. I'm not paying attention or thinking, like, how we get out of here. So we're just walking. And we just walk into the parking lot. We end up walking to the far end of the Universal Studios parking lot. This thing is massive. Yeah. So we get there. We walk out this one side. And I'm like, I see the footbridge that we need to cross. Mm -hmm. But there's, like, a hill that leads up to, like... You know, whatever. So I'm like, let's walk to the top of that hill. I bet you we can cross over from here. Yep. Get up to the top of the hill. It's a fucking freeway. <laughs> oh, no. So if there's one thing my wife does not like, it's when I take wild guesses. <laughs> so she's pissed. <laughs> yeah, this is when the sadness turned to anger. Yes. So we walk back into the parking garage, and there's one guy directing traffic leaving the park. Yeah. And it was busy. And so we, like, run up to him, like, how do we get out of here? And he's like, you go through here, you walk up this, like, exit ramp, mm. and then you can cross, like, this busy exit area, exit entrance area for Universal, and then you can get to the footbridge. And so she's pissed. She's like, don't guess if you don't know don't guess and i was like i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm covered in vomit i'm sorry <laughs> so we go we're walking back and instead of going out the way we came in we go out the emergency exit and this guy's oh. shouting at us but we're both so fucking tired and mad that yeah. we don't care it's just emotions yep. are just boiling so we go out we walk across these busy streets like we're literally dodging cars <laughs> to get across then we walk across the footbridge. Then we get to the hotel. So we parked at the hotel, but our rooms wouldn't have been ready till 4. It was like 4.03 when we get there. Okay. They're like, oh, your rooms aren't ready. You're on floor 12, but they're they're not ready. And my wife is like, I don't care. Put us on whatever floor you want. We need to get to a room. Yeah. And I'm just standing there. Stinking, <laughs> like reeking a, like a shame child. I, I'm, and I'm dressed like a fucking... I'm dressed like a tourist. I'm dressed like some guy from France who just bought a shirt that wanted to show he liked America. Yeah. And they end up putting us on like the ninth floor, yada, yada, yada. We get up to the room. I shower. Feeling a little bit better. I lay down in the bed. And my wife just goes, I only got to ride three rides. Oh, no. And I felt so bad. I was oh, like, I am no. so sorry. Like, I didn't know I was going to puke. Like, I'm so sorry. I felt so bad. No. And that's that's my Harry Potter puke story. <sighs> and so my wife did go and buy me a Gryffindor T-shirt because this American flag T-shirt was awful. And I'm <laughs> out of the park. So we stopped at a stand in the park. And I bought some of these, like, old man beach shorts. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even remember the name. It's some, like... It's not Tommy Bahama, but it's like something like that. Yeah, it's like it's like Surf Jerry guy or whatever. Mm. And then, so Universal has this place called City Walk, which has like a bunch of like cool stores and restaurants or whatever. Mm. We totally forgot about City Walk because there's like a Billabong store. Yeah, and I could have bought shorts that made sense. For <laughs> right, age. like you could have just added them to the wardrobe. Right, 
and so I still have and like honestly the the uh, the first shorts we bought aren't bad like they still work mm. and I like I have enough tattoos where like people don't look at the clothes you're wearing they look at your <laughs> ink first so yeah. I can fucking wear a clown suit and people yeah. will be fine but like I was just like so we bought two pairs of shorts that day <laughs> and like it's fine I still wear them both but like I just like it was like that whole day was just a clusterfuck of nonsense. Oh my gosh, dude. I love that you had like the clarity to be funny walking through the line, but how how much greater would it would have been if you like just pulled like the drunk uncle from SNL and you were like <laughs> <laughs> you were like saying some like really bad stuff for like in universe yeah. you're like those elves shouldn't even be working in the bank. <laughs> You're going to tell me that Dobby did that? I don't think so. This place would be better if it was pure bloods only. <laughs> Get these fucking muggles out of here. Um, these mud bugs crossing the border. <laughs> Build that wall. <laughs> no, wait, what would it be? Cast that enchantment. <laughs> Cast that enchantment. Yeah, dude. It was like, I was not one to waste a joke. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh. All right, we got to wrap this up because I got to pee. All right, well, I, uh, this is a great point to leave off with me imagining our border being an enchantment our, and people trying to cross. <laughs> they just get yeah. confused at what they see and have to yeah. turn around. We just watched the last Harry Potter, so like the whole like muggle-less <laughs> confu- yeah, yeah. confuticus or whatever. <laughs> yeah, we just do that oh, all along gosh. the Mexican border or whatever, what Trump wanted to do. Oh, I love it. This is great. Yeah. I'm excited for uh, more stories here. Yeah, this was uh, episode two of Reading Josh Survive the Apocalypse. Please like, comment, subscribe. We'll see you guys next time. Yeah, give us five stars or whatever.